Welcome to Sykes and the City, the podcast all about understanding and breaking the stigma surrounding modern day mental health. My name's Taylor James and each week I'll be tackling a brand new mental challenge with one of New York's finest psychiatrists, Dr. Jeff Ditzel. So whether you're on the move or working from home, hit that subscribe button and join me for some education, motivation and some light-hearted chat surrounding mental health. Welcome to another episode of Sykes and the City. Today I'm joined by fellow mental health advocate and a fellow podcaster, Sandy from the After Hours Lounge podcast. Welcome to Sykes and the City. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure to I'm be here. Genuinely really excited because I mean we've connected like a few times, you know, through like the like Instagram, like mental health kind of community but I'm not familiar with your story. So I'm really excited to hear it like with your words and, you know, because you're a massive mental health advocate and, you know, you've got an incredible Instagram page with some really good advice. And, you know, I I say it quite a lot when I'm talking to Jeff about, you know, how important these kind of conversations are. So I'm very grateful that you're here today to have a chat. No, no, it's a pleasure. I mean, it's for me, it's kind of nice as well. As I said, I saw you were looking for guests and I was like, I put my hand up straight away because it, it's quite nice for me to not be the host for once, yeah. if you know what I mean. You know, it's quite nice. To, it, sometimes, you it's know, you get bored on about... the side of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's really, yeah, it's quite funny. I'm sitting there like, I don't need to press record on my end and I don't have all my notes <laughs> on the side. I'm, I can just, I can just sit back, you know? Yeah, it's cool. I love the fact that you keep notes i probably should keep notes <laughs> yeah i literally just yeah wing it fake it till you make it i just yeah <laughs> I, I tend out. to i tend to just like i'll you know i do a bit of research the day before of just just to make sure and then i like when i read it back though it's it's like illegible i'm like yeah. why did and i'm you know i'm trying to write the instagram post of a week later for the guest of the you know the podcast or whatever and i'm like I have to listen to half the conversation again because I'm like I can't remember what. Yeah, these Who notes make no sense. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't tell, don't so, tell any of my guests that. <laughs> to be fair, I think that's probably like a good place to start. Then, like, what? Well, let, let's rewind a little bit. Like, what started the podcast for you? Like, you know, what's the, what's the story behind it? Well, I. So I come from um, I come from the the water sports industry. So to go way back, I mean, I know you, you mentioned you're you're thirty. I'm I'm twenty nine. I'm thirty in, yeah. in a couple of months. Um, I started. Um, I, I joined. Well, I became a windsurfing instructor when I was eighteen. I moved to Australia for three oh, months wow. when I was eighteen. Uh, from I come from the Highlands of Scotland, hence the name Sandy. But um, yeah, so I, I moved to Australia. I learned to become a windsurfing instructor and basically spent the the, the following ten years traveling the world and teaching windsurfing. And then. And then I joined, uh, I started working in the UK in the industry. Um, and that was, that was in 2018. So 2018, 2019, I did that. And then 2019, uh, end of 2018, early 2019, I, I had a really bad, I've always had a bit of anxiety and a bit of, yeah. you know, feel, feeling bad. But end of 2018, early 2019, it, it got really, really bad. And then when I came out of the other side of that, maybe sort of, early spring 2019 um and when I say came out the other side I was still not having a good time but I was no longer anywhere near as bad as I was um and I remember chatting to to my best friend Ed and I was saying I want to do something in mental health I want to I'd always wanted to start something and I was looking into at this point I was looking into 
quitting my job basically yeah. and trying to work out how to how to build a better life that I'd enjoy and I I want to do something and came up with everything from I want to start a you know something like eBay but just for men's clothes but we also have like a, a mental a men thing and men you know talking about clothes oh, wow. a bit more and it, it, I, I just had so many ideas of like what do I do what do I do um, and then later on in 2019, I had a bit of a, an epiphany and I literally went on holiday, came back two days later, handed my notice in and quit my job. Um, wow. And then I, I went I went self-employed uh, doing what I do now, which is social media stuff. Um, and I got a couple of months down the line and I think I just, I mean, I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but I was doing, I started doing quite well. I, you know, straight away, I started picking up clients and talking to people and all this. And then it, it kind of, dawned on me that it was there the whole time and also flashing back again sorry to, to bounce back but going back to uh end of 2018 i started yeah. listening to podcasts then as well uh, i'm a huge like film i mean i hate the terms geek and nerd because they run the world now there's no such thing <laughs> yeah. as geek. But, but i you know I, i'm a huge film fan always have been and stuff and and i found a few film podcasts and i put them in, put my ears in and i go for a walk and i think that was something that really helped me so then yeah. kind of the fact that I was listening to podcasts on a daily basis and wanting to start something with mental health and, I, and I'd already started something by myself. I was like, it all, it all just kind of came together. And I was like, there's my idea that that's what I'll I do. That. So I, I, I messaged uh, one of my very, one of my very close friends, uh, Bruce, who, who now to this day, he's a regular guest on the podcast. He comes on, you know, once a month and we do our Instagram lives together and things. And he runs his own, you know, he runs his own couple of businesses and stuff and has had a similar ish journey, um, but not maybe not quite as, you know, bad, negative yeah. mental health, but he still has his issues and stuff. But um, I messaged him and said, oh, I'm thinking of doing a podcast. And and he straight away was like, sounds amazing. Come around next weekend. Let's, <laughs> you know, let's, let's, get a few beer, let's get a few beers and we'll just record a conversation. And I was like, cool. And, you know, because he'd started this company making uh, sustainable drinking straws out of anything else. But, you know, he's done something pretty cool. And I was like, oh, he, he's quite interesting. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And and we did it. And it was about two and a bit hours and we finished it. And I was like, you know, not crying, but I was like, oh, my God, we've done it. Yeah. And we had a, we had a little hug and everything. And then my laptop just went like that and just died. And I was no. like, no way. So we, I tried everything. We turned the laptop on, but yeah, I'd recorded it on GarageBand and GarageBand literally just, it, it crashed. And I opened it again. Oh, I don't know, no. to this day, I have no idea what happened. Some I've spoken to friends and they're like, I'm sure it's still in there. So it's now known as the lost episode. <laughs> it's somewhere, it's somewhere in the cloud. Episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and we, we proceeded to go out that night in Portsmouth and and drink drink an awful lot of booze. Um, and it was, you know, it was quite a funny night, but, but then we, um, then a few weeks later, so I felt a bit disheartened. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, it works so well. well Cause quite a lot goes into them. I mean, any kind of like mental health conversation can, it does have that ability to take it out of you. Yeah, like, there's exhausting. some kind of, it is. And the, I found like, especially with someone like the guests that we've had on and, you know, even having some of those conversations that we had with Jeff, like they can kind of either go one or two ways. There's, I either come away feeling like really like positive and like, yeah, you know, especially when it's, especially around like the mindset stuff. Mm. But then when you have these kind of conversations that are quite hard hitting and, you know, they kind of pick up similar themes to your own journey, like it does take, you know, that little piece away from yeah. you. 
especially when you're pouring it into something like a podcast and pouring it into something you know that you're genuinely really passionate about i can only imagine how gutting oh, that yeah. must be and how much that much feel like because it is yeah it's it's tough yeah it was it was really diff it was it was actually an odd experience because it happened and we were so like like elated is the only word I can use. Yeah. You know, we've been we've been doing it while there was a, a meal in the oven, and the plan was to record this podcast, have a nice meal, and then you know go out in Portsmouth and celebrate. Yeah. And we still did that. And we kind of I think because I did it with such a close friend, also, like what you said, it almost affected me more because it felt like not only was I recording this podcast, but it was the first time I'd really had a proper conversation like that with yeah. anyone other than like my girlfriend and my immediate, immediate family. Yeah. You know, it was the first time I was really talking to a friend about what had happened in my brain. And I was also recording it with the plan of putting it on the internet. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was kind no of pressure. odd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> looking, looking back though, actually, I think I viewed it. I, well, I do now view it as a positive because it, it happened. And the worst possible thing that could happen to you hosting a podcast happened on the first episode. Yeah. The worst thing that could happen, the, the whole thing was lost, like gone. Two two hours, just <laughs> not only was it a waste of our time, but it, it completely put me back to square one before I'd even really left square one. Yeah. So, well, you could have I, had I left... that ability to completely knock your confidence to be like, yeah. oh, well, you know, if this is going to happen every time. So the fact that you didn't let it stop you, like, is generally quite inspiring in itself. Yeah. I, I love yeah. not love the fact that people struggle or people go through a hard time. I don't artic I never articulate this very well at all. <laughs> like I don't like laugh at people in pain or anything, but like to have that obstacle, if you like, in the way, and then to hear how people overcome it, move past it, like smash through it, and don't let it stop them. Like I, I love these kind of conversations. Yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, definitely. It's. I mean, since then as well, not, you know, I've, I've obviously grown a lot, a lot since then. This is, by the way, this is December, 2019. That was when I, that was when I started it. So um, yeah, pre COVID and ever, everything like that. So um, yeah, I was, it was such a, an odd thing because you, you, I'm a firm believer now if you can't have all these good times without having bad, yeah. you, you have to, and, and same with what happens, we'll talk about later with my actual mental health. I did hit rock bottom and I think it was the best thing that could have happened to me. Um, and regardless of the how awful everything I went through was, it, it still, I'm glad it happened, which yeah. is a really odd thing to say. But the same thing happened with this podcast. And then and it took me a couple of weeks after that to be like, right, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it another go. Maybe not two weeks, maybe another week. Um, and I, one evening, I sat down in my flat in front of my laptop I opened a beer and I sat by myself and I went, I'm just going to do an intro. And yeah. I just sat for, for 20, about 25 minutes. And I just talked at my laptop of why I was starting the podcast, what I wanted to do out of it, what happened with the, the episode before. <laughs> and I just sat there and still to this day it is my most listened to episode. Just my intro, you know, it's really weird. And, and I still share, and I guess at the same, you know, it's an intro. It's where a lot of people may go, but even for me, thinking about what I would do when I go to a podcast, I don't listen to the first episode. I listen to the newest one. Lazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's really weird that that one is, you know, and I've got newer episodes that are, you know, climbing up there. But that is, it is still my most listened to episode, which is really, I don't know if, yeah, I mean, I'm not, 
I'm not going all uh, spiritual and things on you, but it, yeah, it, it that, that, yeah, it still shocks yeah, mate, me. That I literally, yeah. I, it's quite rare that I get to have these kind of conversations who, with people who, especially in this kind of like podcasting world that we kind of, that we're in, especially from a mental health point of view as well, to have yeah. this kind of conversation with like yourself with, you know, there, there is, I mean, I'm not here to talk about myself, but like there is very similar themes of like being at rock bottom and like, you know, I still to this day have never listened to my first ever episode of my personal podcast back yeah. because I know how, yeah painful it was and how much I poured my heart out and again similar to you it is my most listened to episode that I've ever put out yeah really it's like a I'm a huge fan of journaling and you know it really helps my mental health it really helps me get things out of my head and I can visualize them Mm. but that especially from a podcast point of view it's like a diary entry and yeah. there's been certain episodes that I've gone back to every now and again, and it makes me feel like, okay, that's how I was feeling at that particular time. Now look how far you've come. Yeah. But for some reason, that first episode, I can't do it because of how really? tough it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there, there will come a day when I'll I'll go for it. But so yeah, I massively appreciate, it. and I obviously I don't and quite understand obviously from your point of view, but I can relate to it on so many levels mm. yeah no it's you... i am um, sorry yeah no you go, you go no no carry on sorry i didn't need to get you off there no, I, well i was gonna say you you should listen to it because i i listened to my i listened to the intro one uh purely out of out of kind of interest because i noticed it was getting a few listens in the last month and then i was actually also interested to listen to how i was talking before covid before any of this happened it's kind of like a time capsule if you think yeah. you know it's like two months Oh yeah, December 2019. So two or three months before all this happened. So um, yeah, it was really interesting listening to it. And and it was, yeah, it, it was quite a cathartic moment for me. I was like, oh, cool. And also uh, what, what is really interesting, and again, this is not me blowing my own trumpet, but another reason why I really wanted to come on and talk to you is because like you said, I like talking to other people. This is getting a bit meta, sorry, but I love people who <laughs> do, po- talking to people who do podcasts as well, because it is so interesting. Yeah. And I've noticed as well, I'm like, Oh, I'm, I've got a lot better at this as well. And that's a really nice thing to, you know, a lot yeah. of people think it's arrogance, but it's not. I listen to it no. and I'm like, oh, I'm, I am be- I'm better at talking uh, with this thing now. And not just because I've got a mic or, or whatever, but I'm like, yeah, this is, uh, you know. I, I, I sound I've, like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's nice, to, it's nice to notice improvement, you know, no matter what, what it is you're doing. Definitely. And I think as well, like to give your, to acknowledge that growth, and to appreciate like how far you've come, whether it's like mentally, physically, or even like confidence wise, yeah. it's really good to look back and be like, yeah, okay, I did that. Like, it's like a real sense of pride. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned about your, your mental health journey. I know you like your anxiety. Do you feel comfortable in like sharing that yeah. like with us? Cause I'm, Again, not to sound all like, oh, I'm, I'm glad someone else went through a hard time. But I feel like from people opening up and having these conversations can have the biggest impact. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you feel comfortable kind of rewinding a little bit, like, like what is your like 
mental health journey? Well, as I said, I've always, I've always been a bit, I've always been on the anxious end of things. Like just, you know, simple things like obviously I've done a lot of traveling and I was always the first one out of my friends to be like, right, boys, come on. We need to go check in. We need to go to the yeah. gate, you know, at the airport. And they'd all be like joking around like, oh, the plane won't leave without us. And I'm like, it will. It will. Let's go, <laughs> let's go, let's go and get on the plane. You know, and it, just just little things like that. Um, but it wasn't really until I, I finished my career abroad doing doing seasons. My last season abroad was summer 2017. Um, which I, I spent in, in Greece like I had for the last seven years or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, as I said, I took a job um, within the, the same industry back in the UK and I decided, I think I was 27, 26, 27. Um, and I kind of, you know, hit that wall of like, right, I'd like to try and build on this, try and turn yeah. it into a career. To, you know, my, my girlfriend at the time, she was about to start doing her teacher training as well. So we were like, right, we're, we're going back to the UK for a bit. Um and that first summer, summer, I don't know if you remember summer 2018, the weather was insane. It was the World Cup. I mean, I don't watch football, but yeah, yes. it, you know, there was, there was just quite fondly. This, yeah, there was just, summer. there was just good, there was good vibes in the whole of the UK. There was yeah. just good vibes. And, um, and I remember enjoying it. And there, I had the novelty of like, luckily my best friend had moved down to the, moved back from doing a, being abroad to the same town I was living in. And we, we got a flat together and we were right by the sea and, um, you know, I was like, it's all good. It's all good. But then as time went on a bit, I think the cracks started to appear for me. I remember one weekend and this, this is really bad. I, I had, I had plans with some friends and then last minute they canceled. And my other, my, my best mate, Ed, who I live with, he, he was going away to see his girlfriend that weekend as well. So, um, I just sat in the flat that weekend by myself. And I remember, just having this overwhelming feeling of just like, just feeling bad, yeah. just feeling anxious of like, why am I here? I've got nothing to do. I'm not even, you know, it's not like I'm earning hundreds of thousands of pounds, you know, you yeah. know, not that, not that. Yeah. We'll get onto money later. I've got a lot to say about money, but <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that as well. Um, and I, I just look, I just felt a lot of time, spent a lot of time being nostalgic of like my years traveling and all this. And I was like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? And that just started weighing on me really heavily. And then obviously that started at the beginning of winter. Um, and I just remember, I remember one, it's funny. I only remember, I don't know if you get this from being at your lowest, but I don't necessarily remember the whole time. Cause I think for a lot of it, you're pretty numb. Um, but I, I, I remember you describe it from my person, again, from my own personal experience is like, it's like weird out of body experiences. Mm. Like it was like I was watching myself go through this hard time, but I wasn't yeah. exactly feeling it. No, until yeah, you're I, not now. Yeah, it's it's it's. It, I think until you're in that kind of position, you can't really explain no. how it is. So yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, I get it. And I remember, yeah. So like one of those such experiences was having having this argument at work, and it's funny you say out of body experience because I almost feel like I'm like I can picture exactly the corner where I'm standing, watching me sit there <laughs> and my boss sit there and and have, have this talk and. And weird thing is actually that my boss knew I told him he knew something was up with me a couple a month earlier. And he was like, what's going on? And I told him, um, and he was cool about it and all this, but then, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, but, and then there was another moment in, in December, uh, of 2018. So what pretty much a year before I started the podcast. And I remember sitting at my, I was lucky enough. Our flat was literally on the seafront. So we like, oh, we're on wow. the beach. 
So I remember sitting at these uh, our table, which was on the glass of our flat, and I was looking out at sea, and I was sitting there, and I was like, that was the first time I'd ever properly felt like suicidal. I mean, I know this is this is pretty apt considering everything that's come out with Meghan Markle in the last twenty four hours, but yeah, um, yeah. So I that was the first time I'd ever felt like that, and I was just like, yeah, it was like overwhelming. But then you, I was just you just second guess it as well because you're like, no, I don't want to do that. And then you're like, but I don't want to be here anymore. I think that's the thing. You, yeah, that was the big thing I felt is I was like, I don't think I want, but I'm like, maybe I do, but I definitely don't want to be here. I think what the key thing is there, though, like the thoughts were there, whether, you know, you were going to act upon them, whether, you know, you know, where, what, whatever the action was going to be taken, yeah. those thoughts were there. So the fact that you were questioning those thoughts is, is actually really phenomenal. Yeah. Obviously there's a lot of people that don't necessarily have that kind of, not that it's a luxury, that's the wrong word for me to it's use. It's an awareness. Yeah, that that's the yeah. word I should have used. Yeah. But it is, and it's tough. Yeah. Really tough. I think that's that's one thing, I guess, that I've always been quite um, quite blessed with, I suppose, is that I've, I've always been really self-aware of how I'm feeling. Yeah. I've always been, I've always been quite, like, I've always been quite easy to diagnose for myself. I, you know, I'm, especially now that I'm involved in mental health, you know, doing the podcast and stuff, it's made me even more aware, which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, I can, I recognise it straight away. I can see it coming like a, like a truck i'm like right that, that, yeah i know you know by 11 o'clock today i'm not gonna be <laughs> See, <yeah>. good <laughs> you know but it's good because now i can preempt that so i can and uh, and we'll get onto it but now i'm lucky enough that i can plan my day around how i'm feeling but yeah at this point i wasn't in that position i was obviously yeah. self-aware enough to know oh my god you're you know you're actually these thoughts are actually in your brain but i was like at the, that point i was like how do i deal with this how do i get them out so I think I spoke to to my mum. As I said, I'm from the Highlands of Scotland and my mum still lives up there. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, 700 miles away. So I phoned my mum and, you know, I was planning on staying down here. I live on the south coast of England. planning on staying down here for Christmas. But my mum was like, you you need to come you up here. You literally couldn't be further apart. <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> Not really, no. So I, yeah, I, yeah. So mum was like, you you have to come home. You have to come home and you have to take a couple of weeks and just, yeah. you know, be, be at home. So um, pretty much next day, day after I was on a plane uh, and I flew up to Scotland and I I just remember getting there. And yeah, I had this odd, you know, sense of, I felt, I felt like I was at home again. And I've had this relief and I sat with, yeah, sat with my mum and I saw my, saw my friends. And uh, this was actually the year, I don't know if you remember, do you remember the year the drone flew over Gatwick Airport? Yes, and caused yeah. absolute uproar. Yeah, it caused chaos. So that that wasn't ruined. You, was it? No, it wasn't, mate. No. But that, ruined, <laughs> that ruined my. I was meant to fly home from Scotland. This is a couple of weeks later. I was meant to fly home from Scotland to be with my girlfriend's family for Christmas, and the drone happened that morning. And I remember going downstairs. Oh. And I I really, but it was funny though. I really didn't want to go home yet. I was like, I need, I need a couple. You know, I'm not ready to leave Scotland yeah. yet. And I came downstairs at like, you know, four in the morning. So my flight, I was on the red eye flight. So I came downstairs and mum's got the TV on and she's like, I don't think you'll be flying today. And then rather than sit and wait and find out and, oh, we could go to the airport, all this. I was like, I'm going back to bed. I'm rebooking my flight. So I rebooked my flight for two or three days later. 
And I ended up going out with my friends that night who I hadn't seen yet because they weren't free. And they were like, oh, well, I'm free tonight. And I was like, well, I'm still here. Yeah. So I went out. So really weird. Again, almost this like touch of fate of this ranch. Couldn't be more random. Couldn't be more random. A drone showed up. And I genuinely think, I think those extra couple of days at home, like really, really helped me. And then, and then I remember that winter being quite nice. I, um, me and my younger brother, who I don't get to see that much, he works offshore. Um, we, we traveled to Morocco for a couple of weeks. I took him surfing for a couple of weeks in Morocco and we, wow. we had a, we had a great time and it was really cool. And then, um, and cause, cause my work was, I, I had like sort of six, six weeks off over the winter. No, I'm, you know, water sports shuts down in the winter yeah. in the UK. So, you know, we had, we had this period where you, you're off work. Um, so I was off for a few weeks and yeah, we went to that and I felt like I made the most of it and I kind of felt, I felt refreshed. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to do this. And then, yeah, I went back to work and it, it was, it was really bad. We had some staffing issues. So I was supposed to be an assistant manager, but I wasn't, I was being treated as if I was just a member of staff. And I was like, yeah. I was like, that's not why I took this job. As I said, I was like, I wanted to climb the ladder. I was like, if yeah. I'm just going to be a member of staff, I'll go abroad again. You know, I'm trying to build a, a life and a career. Like you were ready. Like even just yeah. like, obviously we haven't spoke before, you know, th- this chat, but I can get this real sense of the highs and lows and like yeah. kind of like your emotions, just like on your face by how you were feeling at that time. And I, you know, you were saying like you were ready to progress. You were ready to climb. Like you yeah. had, you know, you'd done all this work and there is nothing worse than not being appreciated when it yeah. comes to work. And especially, you know, every, everyone feels it, but like with young men who then don't really know how to, show how they're feeling and we do this thing of like yeah oh, it's fine it's fine don't worry about it yeah to kind of not feel appreciated and then to constantly have that confidence knock yeah like it is going to have that effect so and the fact i'm actually quite in awe and quite not jealous but that you were you had that power of acknowledging mm-hmm. how it was making you feel and yeah because a lot of people don't have that no. yeah i i fully I fully recognize that to a lot of people having that is literally a superpower, yeah. you know, and it, it is, it's really odd. And I, I can't really say where it came from. I don't know whether it's just my, my upbringing, like my, you know, um, my mom's, she's my, she's not spiritual, but she's, she's always instilled all these beliefs of like, know how you're yeah. feeling. And, you know, she's like life, you know, well, she talks about money like this, but she says it for life as well. You know, it's a, it's a river, not a lake. You shouldn't stop and let things overflow and all this. You've got to just keep flowing and going with I the flow that. and all this stuff. So I've always, I've always had that mentality, I suppose. Um, and then also my life, you know, living abroad and living the dream for, for lack of a better term, yeah. you know, that's, that's, whilst being slightly anxious, it's always made me fairly, you know, laid back. So I think I've always been quite happy sitting in my thoughts. Well, in a, in quite, a sense, you, know, you were, you were free. So what was the turning point that made you want to reach out well, and get the help? Well, it's funny one, like, cause obviously I'd already, I'd already spoken to, to my mum at the, and, and my girlfriend as well at the end of, end of 2018 obviously they were they were both aware that I was having a bad time and then obviously you know in a couple of months as I said you know um I went I went away with my brother for a bit and things and I remember you know going to Morocco and I'd been to Morocco the year before as well and I was significantly more anxious the second time around and yeah. I was like even though I'd been there before I was familiar with the place now but I was uh, and, 
just stressing about things. Um, but that that couple of weeks really helped. And like I said, my my experience isn't one of you know a, you, these high and then drop and just a complete low, 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 and then a high point again. I I went up and down for, yeah. for a, a, you know probably around a year. Um, but um, and then uh, in spring spring 2019, we'll say April April or May, um, I had an accident at work um that was that was quite bad I cracked a couple of ribs and, and things like that and and i it was very much blamed on me and i know it, it was me that I, and i don't believe it was solely my my fault yeah um and but anyway it, you know it was fairly bad and and all this stuff and after that i just felt a little bit alienated you know there, as i said i don't know if i said already that 2019 was a harder year at work there was less members of staff yeah i've already said this you know i wasn't yeah. i wasn't doing the managerial position that i'd signed up for so uh, that on top of this accident that I, I really felt alienated. And to be honest, I felt quite stupid as well. You know, it, I felt like all the credibility I had had, had been lost a bit. Um, despite, you know, it, it not necessary. it could have happened to anyone could have happened to absolutely anyone, but it happened to me. So I, I felt, so what um, was it that actually happened? If, if you obviously, if you can say, um, basically we, we had a, a vehicle. I crashed a vehicle. I crashed a vehicle. Okay. Uh, I, I crashed a vehicle. I, it wasn't a, a truck or anything like that, but I, I crashed a vehicle into a building. Um, I, I cracked a couple of ribs, um, and and yeah, it was it was just a bad accident. There was a few people around. It was just a, yeah. So I think yeah. I felt I felt embarrassed and stupid to be honest. Um, but I also yeah, I felt a bit alienated. And uh, at this point, you know, as we come into the summer in in this kind of industry, you know, the water sports industry, these kind of jobs, it becomes very busy, very hectic. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and I remember approaching my boss and saying, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I was hoping to be stepping up and, you know, I think I asked for a pay rise and all this. And basically this accident was just shoved in my face and was like, no, you did this, you know? So I was like, oh, right. So at this point I, I started looking into how to become self-employed at, at this yeah. point, I'll, I'll say as well. So I'm now, I now work in social media. So, uh, from work for myself, but I, am. Um, uh, at this point, I was as part of my job and I'd really grown this and it kind of became my baby. I was running the social media for this this water sports place I was working at. Yeah. And it was, I loved it. You know, I was editing videos for them and I was, you know, uh, you know, clips of like the school would come down and we'd take them all windsurfing. I was editing clips together and uh, I was running, you know, they have their huge online store as well. And I was doing product reviews and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm really enjoying this stuff. Yeah. Well, it became, that's the funny thing. It became the part of the job I enjoyed the most. So I started thinking how, why don't I try and just do this as a job? So, um, so I started looking into it. I had a couple of friends. I went and spent the day with uh, a friend, my, my best friend, Ed, at the time, he worked for a company called Stance that makes socks. Um, I went and spent the day with, with their social media person, looked, you know, doing all that. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, so I, I kind of had that and that was quite exciting. But at the same time, my mental health was still at a very low level. You know, I had very little confidence. I hated getting up and going to work every day. Yeah. I, yeah. I just wasn't having a nice time. You know, most, I, I'd pretty much cry every weekend when my girlfriend would come down and I'd be like, I'd have to get up and go to work and she wouldn't, you know, and all this. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. And all my friends were going and doing things, but because of my schedule, I couldn't join in at all. So again, I was like, why am I doing this? Why, what, why is my, why, you know, this isn't my life. This isn't yeah. a life I want to be living. I want to, and I know, yeah, we all want to, of course we want to all just hang out with our mates and sit in the sun and drink beer and do what we want to do. I know, but I, I, 
But it's those said, things my... that actually get us through the tough times. It's like... those moments. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I know we're in like a really weird, you know, time, but and it's not the fact that I'm missing the pub from the fact like, you know, go and have a few beers, but I'm missing the pub just to go and have that weekly kind of like offload with my mates yeah. and just that because it is like free therapy. So I, yeah. yeah. And I was, I just, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, I I think I just, I felt like I was, I was missing out on all those occasions, but I was still having to get up and and go to work every day. And, and, you know, I was clashing a little bit with the, obviously there's the big boss and then there was the manager and I was clashing with them because he was doing things a certain way. And I was like, I think we should do it this way because then we don't have to work as hard and we still get it done. But which I'm still a believer of, like, do it, do it, then it's done. You don't, yeah. you don't need to work hard. You just need to work smart. smart but, yeah. that, you know, there's this, there's this whole thing in a lot of industries. You, you probably know that, you know, where you, you have to look busy. You have to, you know, whether you're working in a, in a restaurant, you have to be shining cutlery all the time or you have to. And mm. I'm like, why? Why can't we just stand there with a smile on our face and talk to people, you know? Yeah. Um, so there, there was all of this. And, and then the, the big turning point came uh, in July of 20, 2019. Um, I went to, to Fuerteventura with my girlfriend for a week. Uh, it's, one of the best, it's one of the best windsurf spots in Europe. They have the World Tour event there every year, and I've never been. So I was like, right, we, we're going to go there okay, for a week. <laughs> so we, yeah, so we went, we went in the end of July for, for one week. Um, and it was, it was literally like the best week of my life. It was like amazing windsurfing conditions. They had the world tour event on at the time. And I've got a load of friends that compete on the tour and they were all there. And it was amazing to see everyone. And I was like, Oh, I felt like me again. I felt like me, you know, I was with, I was with people. There was, you know, we were windsurfing, we were talking and, you know, it, it yeah, it was just really, really good vibes basically. And I started feeling like me. And then at the end of the week, um, a couple of my friends that were due to fly out for the for the event, they f- they were flying out from Greece. Their flight got cancelled, um, and the we were and sitting the drone thing up again. Then yeah, like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> another, another drone, another drone. <laughs> we, we were we were sitting there, and obviously I'm on cloud nine. I was pretty sad to be leaving, but I'm like I've had such a good time. I kind of felt felt rejuvenated, exactly how you yeah. should feel after a holiday, I suppose. Um, and then. The, one of the event, one of the guys at the event was like, oh, you know, these boys aren't coming. He was like, do you want to, do you want to have their wild card for the event? He was like, do you want to do it? And I was like, you know, I was like, well, yeah, I'd love to, but I'm flying home tomorrow to go back to my job. Yeah. And, and I was like, I've been invited, you know, they want, they've, and you know, my what friends have done it. But yeah. I mean, I, you know, I doubt I'd even get through a heat if I'd be lucky, yeah. but probably, you know, no way, but just to have the, the competition vest just to be able to say uh, it's another thing isn't it for your memoir just to, yeah, an experience just to be able to say i've i've competed at the the top of my the top of the sport the yeah the world tour i've competed on the world tour of my favorite sport in the world so that was my turning point of like passion for it as well yeah but i i missed i missed out on that because I had to go, I had to fly home and go back to my job. My girlfriend was on school holidays. We could have canceled. We could have just not shown up at the airport. Would have been yeah. fine. Or she could have flown home. I could have stayed. But I was like, no, I have to go home to my job. So I I flew home and, um, you know, I, I was sitting sitting at the airport in Fuerteventura and I'm like, no word of a lie, I was crying. I was crying at the airport. Yeah. We were walking onto the plane. I was crying. So I was like, I was watching the live stream of the event on my phone while we were on the queue. And I was like, why are we, why are we here? 
<laughs> yeah. I was like, what well, you know, and and we 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 went home and then I went to went to work two days later or whatever. And uh, you know, walked straight in and there was no like hi, hello, how's your you know thing? Straight in, right. The the manager's leaving because he's got another job somewhere. Um, and then the boss said, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be stepping in as the manager. So I was like, What what hello? I'm you know, I was the assistant manager. I'm like, what you know. So I had a chat to him and I said, you know, look, what's what's going on? Why am I you know, am I missing something here? Yeah. Surely I, am I not the one? And he I basically just got reamed out and was told I was yeah, said they just said said some oh, thing said some things to me that I was like, I can't, I'm not doing this anymore. So I literally phoned him that night. I phoned them and I said, look, um, can I talk to you tomorrow early tomorrow morning? And they said, no, just tell me now. And I said, well, I'm handing my notice in. I'm quitting. Quit my job. So again... Please tell me you got back on that plane and went back to Fort... Oh, no, Jones. no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I missed it. Oh. Yeah. No, I so I, yeah, two days, two, two, three days after I got back from Fort I quit my job. Um, and I spent, I said I would serve out the next month and the next month, you know, a month's notice. And it was yeah. fair enough. It was, you know, August, super busy. And I was like, look, I'm not going to leave you you know, yeah. in, in the red, I was like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll happily do it. But that was, that was a really horrible month. It was horrible. It, whilst it was exciting and I was trying to put groundwork in for this new, you know, I was registering as self-employed and sorting yeah. all this stuff out and that was all really exciting. But then on the other side of the coin, I was completely alienated at work. I was consistently told that I was, you know, mugging everyone off and like, you know, you're leaving us in the, you're leaving us, you know, and, and and all this stuff and you're not you so know, toxic it was it was really bad and i uh the worst one was uh, it was my birthday in august and i i'm not a birthday person i hate birthdays you know it's just nick's you know it's just a sign that i'm getting older it's, yeah it's not a thing for me. it's not a thing for me at all but it was basically ignored it wasn't no one you know um and then yeah i remember that birthday i got home and my girlfriend and some of her friends had come over to where I lived for the for the day. And we had a barbecue on the beach and stuff. And before they arrived, I just lay, I was in bed, just like crying, just like, I hate yeah. this. I hate this so much. And I was like, I don't want people around. I, don't, I just wanna, I basically just wanted to lie there for another two weeks and just wait. I was like, I just want this to be over. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, you know, bringing it full circle, um, that was, that was really the end of the the really, the really, really bad times. Because after that, once I became self-employed, I had a lot more accountability on me, but yeah. without anyone making belittling me. There was no, there was no, there's nothing like that because there was no. I didn't have to get up and go to work. Yeah. I just had to get up and go and sit sit at my table. And you know, oddly enough, my mom actually said she was like, "You always said since you were a kid that you've wanted to work for yourself and work from home and all this stuff." And I had, I had no idea that I'd said that, you know. But and, and that's why they're brave. Like, you know, these kind of conversations with them not even being like, you know, you, you mentioned like, you know, you were quite privileged in a way, like you didn't really know the struggle. But like this is just prime example of that. No matter what walk of life you're from, you can be affected with, you know, a mental challenge. Yeah. And to go through those really low points and not have that support especially when you go to work because i mean i've always been quite fortunate to have like work friends that have become like your best friends and you know like that kind yeah. of thing but when you don't have that 
and you feel quite isolated and you're feeling these emotions and you don't have that kind of outlet, especially for something like work, it can become really damaging. So the fact again, that you acknowledged it and was like, this isn't right for me. And, you know, you know, that holiday probably not saved you, but like saved like a lot of damage to your mental health. Oh yeah. You've been listening to Sykes and the City with me, Taylor James. And me, Dr. Jeff Ditzel. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, follow our socials for more exclusive content, and we will see you next week for a brand new episode.